Clap, clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands podcast, hosted by Elliot Shore Parks and Kyle Newbeck. Here they come. The last thing I wanted to talk about with this game, and then I guess we should actually probably get into the leading scorer, uh, Tyrese Maxey, but <laughs> talk about it. the second half, right? I mean, I don't want to call it the most famous timeout of all time because certainly, you know, <laughs> there's the Chris Webber fake timeout. There's all types of things, right? But when Doc calls that timeout a minute into the third quarter, I'm, I'm sitting up there in the nosebleed uh, press box section saying to myself, what is this dude doing? Like, you're wasting a timeout. It's a close game. I probably do have a little bit of football brain there in the way that I'm thinking you might need that timeout later. In football, they're a little more valuable in terms of managing the clock. But I was still like, this feels like a waste. You just talked to them a minute and like, you know, 10 minutes ago in the locker room. What I thought was interesting about the timeout, because I, I, you know, I don't often get a chance to watch NBA timeouts, is he talked to them for like half the time and then he just walked away and they all kind of talked amongst themselves. Uh, You see the video uh, that was on TNT of Doc just saying, come on, man, a bunch of times. So maybe not the most inspirational well so here let me comment on that real quick i it's always so funny when people react to what they show in Uh, the huddle during a timeout because they're not showing you anything that was actually relevant to the time the timeout is not doc rivers saying come on guys let's go that's just what they're able to show without giving away strategy on tv and like censoring f-bombs or whatever else like that is not what an NBA huddle is like. I just want everyone to be clear well, on that fact. And you're 100% right. But I also think even let's just live in the fake world where that's all he said. I don't know, man. I thought and I thought it was a bad timeout. But you look, you call they call it, they immediately go on I think a 20 to 5 run or something absurd like that. Clearly, it was a great call and what he said worked. Whatever it was, what we saw, what we didn't saw, what we didn't see just yelling, come on, man, at him a bunch of times. Maybe this is a team that he felt just needed an extra little kick and he didn't like what he saw in the first minute. And I think that if, uh, you know, like who's a popular coach? Like if, if Nick Sirianni called that a timeout, or, you know, and like the, the team was great after that, right? Like people would be like, what a call by Sirianni, how great it is. To, to me last night is such a perfect example of people not winning to give Doc credit. They were literally were losing the game. They come out sloppy in a minute in. He does something somewhat unconventional, calling the timeout a minute in, and they immediately go on a run and win the game. Like I'm not saying they would have lost if he not if he didn't call that. They were gonna win win the game either way. But it was clearly a big moment in the game, a big momentum shift. And Doc deserves credit. It's a great example of having a feel for the game, knowing his players, and doing again out of the box, out of the box thing. To help the win. I, I absolutely think he deserves credit. And I thought it was a big moment in the game. So I am already sick of hearing about this fucking timeout. But I, <laughs> I just want to say, I will actually take up for Doc in the sense that this is a classic Greg Popovich move. Like he loves team comes out flat or doesn't run a play or whatever in the first minute or two. That's a just, he's running out there. Get back in the huddle. I'm going to curse every last one of you MFers out. And that's you should have asked him last night. Uh, would Greg have would, that would Greg Popovich have called that? <laughs> would Greg Pop- that? That's a chapter right there. <laughs> no, so, so, but here's what I would say. So the problem coming out of halftime, at least as far as Doc explained it to us, was that they had their halftime talk. They said, this is the problem. This is the solution. This is what we have to run. Okay, let's go get them all you guys. And then <laughs> they go out there and they didn't, didn't run the play. They were supposed to run to start the game. 
Harden gets torched, and Doc is like, "What are be for fucking real, you guys? Yeah. Like, what are you doing?" And so I respect it from that sense. Like he said, "I told you to run this play. You didn't run the play." And this is sort of the sort of thing that I think a lot of Doc critics have always wanted from him, right? Like, lay the law down. If they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, if there's not accountability, if they're they're not living up to their responsibility to the team, then let them know that. Pull guys, call a timeout, whatever it is. So it's something that appeals more to other people than me. Like I thought it was a good timeout in the sense that don't don't mess around. This is a close game. You don't want a five-point halftime lead to turn into like a 12-point halftime yeah. lead or third quarter lead for Brooklyn. And then you start to fall down to, all right, we got to change up what we're doing dramatically. So it was good, but... It's not football where timeouts are like the most quintessential thing. Like there's a reason that Phil Jackson, who's considered the best modern coach, well, I guess Tim and Popovich, we can debate right. that one. But Phil Jackson, who was the modern standard for coaching for so long, his whole thing was during the regular season, he basically never called timeouts when teams were going on runs because he wanted his players to figure it out on the floor. Now you get to the playoffs, there's a little more micromanaging and all that, mm -hmm. but I think the overall philosophy is sound and it's why I believe like this comes down to the players. It's all about, this wasn't like doc pulled him into the huddle and all of a sudden it's like, we're going to re-engineer the offense. It was just him saying, this is a reminder that this is very simple and you need to run this play and that's it. And sometimes the simple stuff is all you need to, uh, to get on the right track. Yeah. I, look, I think we're mostly on the same page that head coaches don't matter as much as they're kind of discussed sometimes when it comes to the success of a team in the regular season, but also in the playoffs. I just think last night was a very clear example of like that game was different before the timeout and it was after it was different after the timeout. Whatever was said, what, whatever, it was clearly a good move by Doc. And I think through two games, like you know, I'm not saying out coaching the Nets is going to be in his Hall of Fame case one day, but through two games, he has, you know, he's gotten them beat ready. He's gotten the team ready. They come out flat, he calls the timeout, they win the game. It's been an impressive two games. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, you know, like, it's hard for him to get credit in this now. I think through two games, he's been, uh, he's been really good.